Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, 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 no one, no one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the mic. Let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. Hey, welcome back, BetQL picking fatties. Thanks for joining in. It is Monday, September nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. Fish and Skip coming to you. Thanks for listening. And Skippy, uh, just a cavalcade of bad luck on my end for my picks yesterday. You had a good day because you had the over in the Lions Commanders. And, of course, you had the Jags. Great pick there. Should have done them on the money line. But um, I had just a cavalcade of bad luck with two teams up 21 in the fourth quarter and not covering a field goal. It's great. Well, and it all, it all I, I happened at once. The Rams, Ram, the Rams win by four, right? so they covered a field goal. But the Ravens lose both teams up 21 in the fourth quarter at home. And one loses and one wins by four. Can't make that shit up. It was well, just they win by four. It was the last, If the guy doesn't make the pick, if the receiver knows the guy's there, he might have gone on. Because I think he just thought he had it. For Atlanta, the receiver, he was right there. And right. – the guy literally goes like over his, it was a ridiculous play. And if he doesn't make that play, they might have lost. I mean, they were, yeah, they would have, exactly. They would have blown a, I think they were up 28 to three at one point. It, I don't know. I, I'm going to say this about the NFL. We'll, I'll wait two more weeks and then I'll say either this is what we're going to get this year, which really makes it impossible. So let's look at it like this. There were three, let's see, one, two, three. Bengals were seven and a half point favorites. They lose outright. Broncos, a 10 point favorite, not even close to covering Rams, a 10 point favorite, almost lose the last play of the game. Packers, a 10 point favorite, actually cover. And then all of the other shenanigans. If you're the Ravens, I'll tell you the team that gets it worse, because if you're the Browns, you're saying, wait a minute, if we can go two and oh, we got, if we can just be five and five or somehow six and four before Deshaun gets back, we can grasp in this NFL. You lose that game, which mm. that the I think the per, the percentage of recovering onside kicks in the NFL, especially since they changed the rules, I think it's like zero, almost zero. It's almost impossible, right? And and the but Bra- you saw it twice yesterday, crazy, twice. yeah, twice, twice in one day. You, you, but you, you didn't you, have that bad luck yesterday. I mean, yeah, okay, it's the Browns and your tees, but your two plays were solid and. I just had the worst luck in, of in man, of all mankind yesterday. Well, whoever took, I mean, I mean again, if, if you crazy. have the if you have the Rams big in the afternoon, that's your makeup play after you just took it in the ass all morning, and you're like, okay, 
let me settle down. I'm down big. Now I'm paying the book big, and but I'm going to go all in on the Rams. It's 28 to three in the third quarter. The game's or whatever it was, 28 to 10. The game's over. The Falcons aren't coming back. Why would I don't know what happens in the NFL with these coaches? We see it in college once in a while, but in the NFL, the Ravens did it yesterday. It, they think the game's over in the fourth quarter. Like, why didn't the Ravens just keep their foot on the pedal and just? You saw what they did. They just tried to. Let's milk the clock. Let's get more conservative. I don't know why the coaches do it. And now maybe they'll learn across the league and say, you know what? Because it's the first time in NFL history. No, I think in 35 years that two teams came back fourth quarter down 16 points to actually win the game. It happened again. If you're the Raiders, McDaniel, you can't even believe your life right now. Instead of being 2-0 and because you could have won last week as well, you're now 0-2. You give up. 16 points to the Arizona last play of the game to score a touchdown, a ridiculous two point conversion, and then a, a scoop and score in overtime. You're du- you, the Raiders. You are so cooked. Well, if you're cooked. the Raiders, you, you look in the mirror and say, how did we fucking lose this game? Because Carr, that- because Carr and McDaniel and the rest of them, when you have the best receiver in football, instead of hammering a terrible Arizona defense, they do the same shit every week. These teams, yeah. it's crazy. They, they don't target Devante. They should have targeted him 12 times. They target him seven times, six or seven times. He has two catches. Okay, score a touchdown, but he has two catches. What the fuck are you doing when right. you've got Devontae Adams? You've got Jacobs, a pretty good running back. You've got another good – you've got a great tight end. How are you not moving the ball on that defense? That defense, especially in the secondary, ain't that great. We saw especially, what happened the week before. Like you, did, you just said it. Waller's probably – he's the top two or three tight end in the league. So you have yeah. one of the best receivers in the league – you have one of the best tight ends in the league, and neither one of them are getting loose. I really think it's Carr to a point, but I also think Josh McDaniel Daniels gets in his own head, and that's a Raiders team I thought would be putting up close to thirty points a game. Instead, this year they've put up what? Uh, what do they do? The twenty-four to nineteen in Week One, yep. lose to the Chargers, and last yesterday they scored twenty-three, and they had twenty-three early in the third quarter. I mean, you just. Or but you can't allow a team to score 22 straight on you, especially no. in your house. So Josh not. McDaniel is supposed to be this offensive genius. Well, he's not proven it yet, and they're 0-2. And that means that their game next week, because if you go 0-3, even in a 17-game schedule, their game next week in Tennessee, which, of course, won't be easy. In fact, I think Tennessee will win that game. They're going to be 0-3 with Josh McDaniel going out and signing Devontae Adams for a billion dollars and – it's all of their fault because they don't execute. And like you said, these teams in the fourth quarter, they think the game's over, even though you're up 16 points or 21 points. Just put your foot on their throat and win the game. You know Kyler Murray's going to start making stuff happen. He was terrible in the first half. You know something's going to happen. They were getting aggressive and desperate. They're going to start throwing the ball down the field. They converted, I think, four fourth downs, Arizona did, or the yep. games were oh, at, at any time the game was over four, fourth downs two two. you know how hard it is to convert two two point conversions when you have to have them or you lose. Correct. Um, you know, the Rams again, you look up and you're like, wait a minute, it's getting cre- okay. Now they're creeping. And then you see, no, wait a minute. Now they got the, now they're driving to win the game. If you're them. then you have the Broncos, like I said, poor Bronco. If you're, we don't have many Bronco van- fans that listen, but for the few that do, sorry guys. Another losing year this year. Hackett almost, it looks like they hired, like I told you before the show, it looks like they hired you and I 
for after coaching Little League and were like, yeah, we'll take a shot in the NFL. He looks lost. He looks clueless. They have had 26 penalties through two weeks. They've had three or four delay of game penalties. How do you even do that? Is it just a product of all of these teams? Because McPeavy started it for the Rams and he, he plays no one and now everyone's doing it. Is that what we're seeing or is it just a new NFL this year? Because it's crazy. Russell Wilson looks like he's aged 20 years. I think it's probably a combination of everything you said. But when you have a brand new coach, maybe he's overwhelmed. Um, especially with all this pressure with Russell Wilson getting $245 million. Maybe he's just not ready for the big lights. The big lights come on and you start second guessing yourself and you, you start making rash decisions when you shouldn't. The fact that they didn't call a timeout when they've got McManus on the field for what would have been about a 50 yard field goal and they get a delay of game to back them up five yards. So they have to punt. Okay. When they were down 9-6, you know, it's still early enough in the game where you can come back. But what if that was late in the game? You know, what are you doing? How about this? How about about this? How about when's the last time you've seen – tell me that when the last time you've seen an NFL team out of timeouts in a close football game in the NFL in the fourth quarter with eight minutes remaining in the game. Denver was out of timeouts with eight – I can't remember the last time I've seen it, to be honest with you. He caught – I mean – then McManus makes the kick and they get a delay of game and he made it by like 20 yards because he just hammers the ball there. So they move it back five yards mm-hmm. and it's a close game. And he says, well, I just saw what he did on that one and he hammered it through by a good, but now I don't think he can make this one. So let me punt it. I mean, mm-hmm. only be only because they were playing the Texans and, and Mills is still young, but the everybody Texans else played- would have beat him. Everybody Anybody else. would. They made the Texans defense yesterday, and they did it back to back weeks. Do you know that the the Broncos have had five possessions now in the first two weeks inside the five yard line? Listen to this: five mm-hmm. and gotten one field goal on those five. That's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what they better they better rectify it quick because, like you said, it's going to be a long year if they start. Because uh, they play the 49ers next week. Now it's oh, it's it's it, a home it's a home game. But you know what the Niners defense is going to do to Russell please, Wilson? They're- please give the Niners three and a half or more on that one. Just do it. I'll take Garoppolo plus the points because he'll do enough. That defensive line is going to shred the donkeys' offensive line. And that's another uh, huge story, obviously, with Trey Lance going down. And now that's going to be two basically two full years where he doesn't play. His development is getting stunted so quickly and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch went all in trading multiple first round picks thinking he was going to beat the godsend and thank God for Niners fans like myself that they didn't trade Jimmy G they weren't able to figure out a deal that made sense for them because if Jimmy G is in another city obviously Brock Purdy is starting and they would have won about three games with Brock Purdy at starting quarterback but how does that work where I'm always interested in this like you're the coach of the Niners, you're Shanahan, and you're Garoppolo, who I I took you to the Super Bowl three years ago. Then we didn't go the next year. The next year I have we're in the NFC championship game and we're one defensive play away from going to the Super Bowl. One defensive fourth down play away from going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you 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 boot me and you say we're gonna go with Trey Lance, who clearly I almost feel like Shanahan's trying to 
cover up for him, for everyone thinking he's so smart. Like he can't handle his ego that he made a mistake. Cause Trey Lance is probably not going to be the answer. I'm just saying he, he might be okay, but is he going to be the next coming? I just don't see it. He doesn't seem to progress. His progressions during the game aren't there. And I don't know how much that's, I just think that's a natural thing. The great ones have it, but we'll see. Well, but, I don't, I don't think he's played enough football to be honest with you. He just no, hasn't no, played enough high level football. I get it, but I'm just saying some of the great ones come in and they have that natural instinct and there's that natural progression in the NFL. You have to have it. Now you can get it over time and become great. I'm just saying either way, how does that relationship work with Garoppolo? Are they buddies again? Like, Hey Jimmy, now I kind of need you. Like, how does that work? I didn't need you. You were out or does that well, just business or is it just I, business? I think Jimmy G's a nice enough guy. He understands the business of it and he understands why Kyle Shanahan was trying to to move him. He wanted a more mobile quarterback that could make the throws in crunch time. And Jimmy G always fell short of that, losing the Super Bowl the way they did against Kansas City. And then, of course, last year against the Rams. I just think that um, he felt like he needed a more mobile quarterback. They reached, they reached far and wide to get a guy who barely played any college football. And now he's going to be out for the year. So now they got to rely on Jimmy G. Now, Jimmy G's playing for another contract. So He's going to go out there and do whatever he does. He's, he's going to go. He'll go sixteen for twenty-eight, or you know, seventeen right. for thirty, two hundred and ten yards, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, he's going to throw dumb picks here and there, but he's a winner. Look at his winning percentage. He's going to. You know? He's going to win. They're going to rely on their running game. They have a very good defense. If they can stay healthy, they're just going to keep getting better defensively. And at the end of the year, the Niners are going to make the playoffs because. The West is what it is. The Falcons, right? I mean, and the NFC is what it is. And who knows once you make the playoffs? Are you going to be shocked if they're in the championship game again? I certainly will not be. Well, no, I wouldn't be. There's just three uh, just awful losses, just gut-wrenching losses for, for teams that have huge leads. We just talked about the uh, the uh, Ravens. The Browns are up 30 to 7. 17, they miss an extra point after Chubb, who probably should have just fell down to the ground because the Jets burned all their timeouts and all they had was the two-minute warning. So he gets a 12-yard run. Instead of falling to the ground, he runs into the end zone. So they're up 30-17. to 17. And look, 13-point lead at home against a team like the Jets, you're going to win that game 99 times out of 100. Uh, but they miss the extra point, so they're only up 13. What do the Jets do? They go right down the field and score, and then they get the onside kick, like you mentioned. I don't even know how that's possible, and they come back and win by one. That's just a gut-wrenching loss for the Browns, who would have been 2-0, 2-0 out of the gate when they're waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. That's just a, a you know, that's just one of those losses you don't come back from. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one, I don't know which of the three that will make have the most impact because, like you say, for the Raiders. The problem for them is Tennessee plays tonight at Buffalo. Now, Tennessee somehow loses that game, which, you know, they're a 10-point underdog. They'll be 0-2. Now, now you have two 0-2 teams that, for all intensive purposes, I know everyone makes the playoffs now, but 0-3 in the AFC, you're just not going to be done. And especially in the West. Now, we all thought the West was going to be the greatest thing ever, but the Chargers, you see what their deal is. Herbert's banged up. You see – Russell Wilson looks 50 and Hackett looks clueless. The Raiders are poop-a-loop and the team that everyone said would take a step back just keeps rolling because Andy Reid always makes the playoffs and he's probably the greatest outside of Bill Belichick. 
head coach that hasn't won that many Super Bowls, but probably the greatest NFL coach in our that we don't talk about. I mean, you know, he just wins all the time. Mm-hmm. Reed in the Chiefs. Yep. But tonight, I mean, gosh, 10 points. Would you lay the 10 with Buffalo? It doesn't it look like Buffalo looks so much better than Tennessee, and I do not trust Tannehill. But but this is one of those games where you go, what the fuck? Then, you know, your Tennessee's up 10-3 midway right. through the second quarter. You're going, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Right. And you say, in the other game tonight, you've got the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Vikings. I hope they do. I just like the Eagles. I don't know why. I like I mean, the Eagles, too. I, as a team, I like the Eagles. I think their defense is still a little suspect, and I think Minnesota will be able to score. But, I, yeah, I think that they'll win. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um couple other things from yesterday you had the over in the lions commanders game the commanders didn't have one first down in the first quarter and they didn't get a first down until 526 left in the second quarter so they went six consecutive possessions where they punted and then they had how does that happen how does that happen they were just caught off guard and the lions got after them they killed their offensive line for the commanders Wentz was terrible they couldn't run the ball they were just bad then they finally they're down twenty two nothing. They get the possession first possession of the third quarter, and they go right down the field and got a score. But defensively, they were bad too. They were just allowing huge plays, and now they're one and one with the Eagles next week. But you had the over, and you got that clean clean with the fifteen um, or the uh, twenty seven points that the Commanders put up in the second half, and the fourteen that the Lions put up. So you got that easy. And then, of course, you had the Jags who beat the Colts 24-0. How do you not score one point One point in an NFL game? Matt Ryan looked awful with three picks. Colts are done. Ryan's done. That was another bat. If you think about what the Colts have done, I mean, the poor Colts. They get Andrew Luck, right? Manning's gone. They get Andrew Luck. He's their guy. They're set for life. He goes out. It's been Poopaloop loop central since. They get Rivers. Rivers really was so much better than people give him credit for. Now, since Rivers, now, now you have, look what you have now. Ryan is done. Like, they're done, the Colts. They're not, they're, they are going to be awful this year. I mean, he can't do it. And and if you if you shut down um, the running game for the Colts, they've got nothing, especially with Pittman out of the game yesterday. So I thought that was a good play anyway. And I think Jacksonville is going to be better with um, – I just think Peterson can coach. I think he's going to get more wins than people think. And I think the players love him. Why they hated Urban Meyer and his whole nonsense, they love Peterson. And it matters. And, and look how good Trevor Lawrence was yesterday. Now, he was he was okay in week one in Washington, but he made just a boneheaded pick late when they were down six with a minute and a half left. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. But he was 25 for 30 yesterday, threw a couple touchdowns, both to Christian Kirk, who's legit. He's Great turning pickup. Into, yeah, Great he's turning pickup. into a star. Uh, he'll probably go to the Pro Bowl. And uh, But you're right about Matt Ryan. I mean, three picks. Now, let's let's see what happens next week. Um, I, I don't want to just, you know, with 17 games, I, I don't want to make awful right. predictions where teams Correct. we we think are going to be four or five win teams they end up going 500 all right a lot can happen but you know who they play next week the chiefs at hmm. home um i mean i just don't know how they stop the chiefs and i don't know i just don't think you could, the one thing you can't do in the nfl and i know tom brady's done it but as players get older and it hits everyone at different times like i know flacco found the fountain of youth yesterday but overall all year he's just not going to look that way because he's older 
Ryan's older and he's been beat up some in Atlanta. And I just, I just don't know how you turn that on. And the chiefs are just a good football team and they're just out to prove something this year. So I think that, again, I think the next two weeks, like if, if you see the same shenanigans next week where it's big favorites losing outright or good teams you thought were going to be good and they're just losing outright, then it's just going to be a coin flip this year in the NFL for, for, for a while. And it'll work itself out. As, I mean, how, how, if you're the Bengals, well, how about the bank? Talk about it. Take a team taking a step back, like overnight, overnight. Well, they, they can't block. They can't. I mean, Burrow has been sacked right. 13 he, times. Exactly. Already. He, it's unfortunate for him because his career, I think his career is going to be very, I think it's going to be shortened for, I mean, not that he's not going to be playing the next few years, but as opposed to having that long career, he is getting hammered every week. Last week, mm-hmm. he was the most sacked quarterback. He got sacked seven or eight times in the Super Bowl alone, like 19 times in the playoffs or 21 times. And already this year, it's six or seven times every game. You just, your body's not going to take it. It's, it just takes that one hit and he's out again for the year. You know what I mean? I know. I know. And I, I think they tried to address it maybe partly in the offseason, but certainly wasn't good enough. I don't know what their offensive line coach is doing or what their offensive coordinator is doing because they can't block anybody. He couldn't block me and yeah. you. They drafted um, a kid in the fourth round and put him, put him at guard. He's starting, but, you know, he's a fourth round pick. It's not, he's a, it's not right. a first round pick. Right. So they, you know, they went out and got a couple guys in free agency, but um, it's clearly not working for them. And, um, they're, they're in a must-win situation. Speaking of that Colts-Chiefs game next week, you know, we were talking about um, our survivor pools before we started to record. And next week is one of those weeks where you look at every game and go, I just don't I know. know. There's two games. There's two games that I'm looking at. One of them is the Chiefs-Colts. Um, even though, you know, you don't want to burn the Chiefs this early in week three, but the other one's the Chargers against the Jags. We just talked about the Jags. They looked really good yesterday, but they're going to go on the road, go all the way out to L.A. and play the Chargers. Um, so I, I would either take the Chargers or the Chiefs next week. Every other matchup is just a coin flip, in my opinion. It's Broncos, crazy. Broncos, Niners in Denver, Packers in Tampa, Falcons in Seattle, Rams at the Cardinals, Saints at the Panthers, Eagles, Commanders. Bengal now Bengals at the Jets might be one you look at because the Bengals have to win. Ravens, Pats, Lions, Vikings, uh, Bills, Dolphins. Here's the uh, where, do you, where do you go? I would say the most popular pick next week is going to be the Bengals at the Jets, right? I think yeah. aren't they at the Jets? At the Jets, yep. They're still going to be given six, seven, eight points. I think it'll be the number one pick in Survivor. Here's the problem with that: the Jets beat them last year. So if you think the Jets can't beat them this year again with all the momentum the Jets have, I mean, the Jets didn't look good in week one against the Ravens, but it not, it's not like they got beat 45 to nothing. And right. yesterday, I mean, they do what they did. You never know how that's going to spark. I, I mean, I don't know another game. I, how can you say, all right, let's take the Chargers. Like I'm talking about in the survivor pools, the number one or two pick. I, with, I don't, you don't love know if Herbert. Well, you don't know if Herbert's healthy. That's a bad, that, that, that's cartilage. Is, it, that's, that can be painful. I know, and Jacksville's coming off. Yeah, Jacksville's coming off a great win. They go out there. They got confidence. They got all these weapons. I know. I don't know what it seemed like. It seemed like Survivor was much easier last year. Like you and I lasted a long time. I went to week ten or eleven in Vegas. You know that that there's six million dollars. There's how about this out there? There was there's sixty one hundred entries that started. It's down to 
just below 2,000 already after week two. We're 700 more people yesterday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, of course, the number why. one pick was me with the Broncos. You know, we there was nine hundred of us that took the Broncos. I was bitter when I knew that because I get no, I don't, I don't get the value. I like it when I'm an outlier and there's people. You know, nine hundred go bye bye. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens this week. This is tough though. This is one of those weeks where if you can get through this week, because there's gonna, like you said, there's gonna be people all over the place. I'm probably gonna lean. Because you kind of convinced me with the Herbert injury, that's probably not a great play. I'm probably going to lean Chiefs or or the Bengals in a survivor. Well, you um, can't you know can't sleep I mean. on the Bucks either. I mean, I don't. Whoever the Bucks play anytime is always, you know. Yeah, but they're not, playing the Packers. So I don't necessarily want to do that. No, I know that's true. You can't. You can't. You can't. I forgot that's true. That's I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to put my my whole survivor pool on against Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to keep it a secret until it gets late. I can't reveal it right now because I'm trying to get to that. I'd like to get to. I really just want to be there to collect the six mil and be in that group. It'd be nice. I mean, can I just how get many there? how many people are in that pool that you and I are sharing a team with? Well, it started with it started and how about this? I told you this. It's that's now that's crazy. It started at sixty two thousand dollar pot. It started with twelve. I'll call it 1250. I don't know the 12 something close to 1250. It was down to four something going into yesterday. Low four. It's got to be in the three hundreds already because there's no chance people didn't get blasted on the Ravens and, or for sure the Browns playing the jets. And what was another one? Bengals losing. Um, Maybe some people took the Colts, Um, you know, some other, some other, I'm trying to think of the other big one. Oh, well, people took the Raiders. So I don't know how many. I'll get an updated number, but that's down to probably 350, 370. Right. That's a nice payout. 62K. I mean, that's that's a great payout. Let's try and survive that one and try and advance another week. Well, at least all, if you can get if you can get, you know, it's like what Donnie Boy was saying, like, you know, because in the Vegas one, you got to make these special plays by Thanksgiving. Who knows? Maybe by Thanksgiving it'll all be over. I think it will based on what, well, what can I seen. get? Can I just fucking get there? I could you I'll take uh-huh. the 1099 and I'll probably won't pay the government anyway with it, but Why I, just, would I, just you? Have check? I just need the check. Guy right. needs then, it. Hey, we both need it. All right. So um let's just make our picks for tonight and then uh we're yeah, gonna I gotta be back. Roll. I gotta hit we're the gonna road. be back on Thursday. So there's no show tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll be back on Thursday before Thursday night football and probably. Thursday night football. Probably Thursday night football this week is Steelers Browns. Oh, great. Let me take a nap during that game and wake up in the fourth and see what happens. That's a terrible game to watch. Can't stand that. All right. I'm just going to do a tease tonight. Um, I already talked about the, uh, the Vikings Eagles game. I think that's going to be high scoring. So I'm going to drop that down. I think it's at 48 and a half. 46. Nope. I see 49. So 49. I'm going to drop that down to 43 and get over that. And then with Tennessee Buffalo, um, I just think Tennessee's offense is stagnant, and I think they're going to try and run a lot. So I'm going to ju- I'm going to bump that up and go under. So I'm going to take the under 53 and a half in that game and go over in the Vikings Eagles. That's my tease. That's my only play tonight. So the Buffalo totals 47 and a half. Correct. Yeah, that's I find that to be. I know they're going to try to run, but when you can't. Re- mm, 
I mean, now you've thrown a little curveball at me because now I'm having a vibe. But since we're under the gun and I've got to make it a pick, I'm just going to take the Eagles tonight to beat the Vikings. So my line are related to half. No, I'll just take the what's what is it? The updated money line? money lines one thirty five, or you can lay two and a half. No, I'll lay the two and a half. I think that Kirk Cousins in prime time sucks, and I think the Eagles are go- are going to win the NFC East, and uh, I think they're going to win tonight in cover. Gotcha. All right, back on Thursday. Back on Thursday with fatties, fatties, fatties. But now next week is is kind of a crazy time for me because I've got this big Cal Ripken. Um, Charity event in Annapolis next Thursday they got to do. So I've got to be out of the house pretty early Thursday. Friday, I'm going down to Blacksburg to see the girls. So no show Friday. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, I'm going to have to do the show from the hotel. Sunday, um, I'm probably going to get out of Blacksburg early and get back here. So we'll see what time I get back here to do the show on Sunday. We'll figure. I mean, we have to get it. Hopefully, we can get it dropped by one, but it is what it is. We'll rock. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll at least put them out. So back Thursday. See you guys then. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out fatties. 